Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all Feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hey now all, I'm Joey C. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa. This is the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me as always is the spirit doctor, Kelly Sparta. Hey Kelly. Hey Joey. How's it going? Good. So this is an episode that you promised everybody was going to happen. Yes. And you said you wanted to talk about manifesting, which we've talked about before, mm-hmm. but you didn't want to talk about it in the same way we've talked about it before, I'm assuming. No. Okay. What are we talking about? Well, so, okay. For the last three months, I have been putting out to everybody that I was going to double the downloads on the show. Right. So I want to talk about, because we only got to 50% more. Right. Instead of doing 40,000 downloads, we did 30,000. Okay. So because of that, I know there are going to be some people out there going, oh, well, your magic doesn't work, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I want to point out the doubling the downloads in a three-month period, it, it, you know, for something that took us a year to get to is pretty pretty damn awesome. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So we, we did actually do some big juju. But I want to point out that there are other factors that go into your ability to manifest. Okay. Okay. And for me, it's so funny. I was looking at the numbers and I was tracking them and I was going, got to do more to get there. Got to do more to get there, you know? And, and I was sitting there and yet somehow I just couldn't bring myself to do more. Okay. I was just, every time I tapped into it, I was like, mm, there's no energy for it. Mm, there's no energy for it. Well, as it turns out, we've had an avalanche of people come in from the Spirit Sherpa podcast to join our program. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, one of the coaches that I was going to be bringing up next stepped away from the program. Mm -hmm. 
And so I literally lost the capacity to bring in new people. And so the feeling early on of, I don't want to put the energy out there to put more of these downloads and more of these downloads. I, I couldn't figure out why. And then this happened and I went, Oh, that's why. Yeah. It's a capacity <laughs> issue. <laughs> yeah. It was a capacity issue, right? right? Because people, people come in, they fall in love. They say, Oh my God, I want to work with you. And then they come and they want to work with me. And the last thing I ever want to say to somebody who wants to work with me is no. Right. You know, I, I can't. Right. Yeah. So I've actually found a couple more people who, who would be good that I think I can bring in and we'll be fine in a few months. Yep. Right? <laughs> and we've got a little bit of room left, but right. not a lot, but that's really the upshot, right? The upshot is that sometimes what you ask for isn't what you need. <laughs> <laughs> and so asking to double my downloads was really not what I need. Right. I want to to talk about the ways in which manifestations don't happen sometimes. Okay. So we talked about, you know, if you can't receive, then it's going to be hard to manifest. But there's also pieces around belief structures. Okay. Believing that you have to work hard to get something. Right. Believing that uh, things just don't work out for you. Mm -hmm. Believing that the universe is out to get you. Yep. <laughs> kind of hard to manifest in that environment. <laughs> But it can be even more subtle than that, right? It can be, well, I, I don't deserve it. Right. It can be staring you in the face and saying, hi, I'm here. And you'll be like, oh, I don't deserve that. I can't take that. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I see that happen a lot with people. Okay. The thing I want you to look at, if you're having manifestations that aren't working for you, or if they're sort of working, like mine sort of worked, right? Mm -hmm. It worked halfway. Yeah. So the first thing is... If you're going to try and manifest a, manifest something, you have to actually take action. Mm -hmm. And that action may be receiving, it may be setting the intention, it may be being open to it, it may be, you know, for me, that would be, you know, going out and publishing articles elsewhere for people to find the podcast and whatever else, right? Yep. So if you're not taking action towards your outcome, then you're probably not going to get what you're manifesting. Right. That action could be huge or it could be tiny, depends on where you're coming from. Okay. At the same time, if what you're getting is sort of skewed from what you're doing, then the question you have to ask yourself is, why is it skewed? Where is it going awry? Mm -hmm. For me, I could look and say, I'm not doing the things I know I need to do, and therefore it's not happening, but there's no energy to do the things. Right. And so rather than pushing past the there's no energy, I trusted the universe and I didn't do it. Yep. And therefore, I didn't have a problem. Right. <laughs> right? But, but, you know, you accept that you're getting a lower end result at the end right. when you do that, right? So for you, if you're looking at it and you're saying, well, I asked for the moon and stars and I only got a pie in the sky. Yep. <laughs> then you have to go, well, do you like pie better than moons? Right. You know? <laughs> or, you know, were the stars too intimidating or... You know, was the idea of being responsible for the moon and the stars going to be overwhelming or, you know, yeah. did you only feel worthy of pie? Yep. You know, that sort of thing. Well, and when we talked about manifesting in the past, one of the things that you, you highlighted for us was how you asked for what you asked and how much intention you put behind it. Did you put it out there, pull it back, put it out, pull it back, change it a little, right. change it a little. So part of it not working could be around that, but it could also be, as you're talking about here, 
this is sort of a, a level two of why manifestation may not necessarily appear in its full full force, and that's because the universe may be may be putting a, a little bit of stop there for you that you may not see. Right. Yeah, that could be the case. And I also want to point out that when I looked at the numbers, mm-hmm. I didn't look at them and say, oh, we'll never get there. Right. Because that's a negative manifestation. Right. Right. If you put it out there and then you look at your evidence and the evidence isn't coming in as fast as you want and you put out this negative manifestation going, oh, I knew it wasn't going to work or oh, we'll never get there. Oh, then, you know, you're going to get the negative manifestation. Right. You're going to block it yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, you might be better off just not to look at it at all. But (laughs) (laughs) if you know that that's your your likelihood, then just don't look, right? But I didn't do that. I was just looking at it going, oh, look, it's going up. Oh, look, it's going up. It's going up. It's going up. You know, I was using that as a way to reinforce the process, right? Okay. Energetically. The challenge that you run into is when your real world belief you know, the quote unquote real world that we live in, which by the way, it doesn't actually exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, look at an atom someday. <laughs> not really true. So the real world is only an imaginary thing to begin with, but we buy into it and we invest in it. And then therefore we say, well, in the real world, that couldn't happen. The thing that you want to look at is don't be too attached to the real world. <laughs> Right, because we're doing magic, freaking a people. We're doing magic. Right? <laughs> You're already stepping so, outside the quote real world. Exactly. So it's definitely one of those things where it's just like hmm, it is what it is. So I, I would just want to talk about with regards to the block and how you felt the block. Is there a way for people to tell how that block is presenting itself? Like for example, you talked about the energy just not being there to do it. And you know that because of your experience and and the work that you've been doing and the time you've invested in this. But others may feel that some resistance in their manifestation happening and they may just throw their hands up. But that resistance may be their own resistance. It may be they're they're being trapped in the real world, as you talked about. Mm -hmm. How can we tell how can how can we as as, you know, early in this journey differentiate between our own resistance and something that may be a message coming from say spirit or or wherever in the universe sort of saying maybe not right now maybe it's not what you need great question so resistance is i know i should do it but i don't want to do it okay there's no energy for it is okay i'm ready to do it i'm so tired okay i'm gonna do it and then it feels like slogging through molasses right right that is, there's no energy for it. Okay. When you have the motivation, but the process is just painful, mm-hmm. that's when the universe is saying, uh-uh. And in a lot of cases, you know, there's a lot of reasons for that. You know, it's something's going to change and you're going to need to shift gears or, you know, you'll do all this work and then it's not going to pan out or, you know, whatever. Right. I recently, um, my husband's starting a new business doing debt reduction Okay. and I'm helping him. Yep. You know, I'm building the website and whatever because I can because I can do it in my sleep. <laughs> I bought the wrong URL. Okay. And, and then I tried to point it to the the URL I thought I had bought. Yeah. And then I found out, no, I couldn't buy that URL because it hadn't been released from the other place yet. And then I had to wait a week to get the right URL that I'd already set up and, da, 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 and already put all the, the materials together on and whatever. And so it's been sitting and twiddling 
for a week and a day and it'll probably be another couple of days because when I finally got it to work, I was like, Oh, right. I forgot to change the name servers. <laughs> so now, <laughs> now it's not pointing at it yet. So it's like, it's everything's just delaying it, delaying it. And I'm just having faith yeah. that there's a reason yep. that, okay, I wouldn't have chosen to launch this in mid November to do a five week course. That's supposed to be Tuesdays and Thursdays, <laughs> but <laughs> You know, sure, we'll go across Thanksgiving, no big deal. But I'm going to trust that there's a reason for that, that, that if we had launched it earlier, it wouldn't have worked. Right. Because there's no reason why. I've never made that mistake before. I have no reason to think that there was a problem. You know, and when I sat down to write the stuff for it, it just came flowing out. It was easy. It was wonderful. So it wasn't resistance, you yeah. know. So there was there was a reason, right? Okay. And so you just that's part of having faith in the universe mm -hmm. is not like getting all pissed off because it didn't happen the way you wanted it to, or or getting mad at yourself because you screwed up. Okay. But instead going, hmm, I've never done that before. I wonder why that is. Mm hmm. hmm. Huh. You know, yeah. there was another thing the other day I started to sign up for something and something popped outside and the lights flickered hmm. and I got distracted. I was like, what was that? What was that? Da, 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 da. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. And then I wandered off and I did something else and I went back to my phone and there it was up on the screen. I was like, oh, right. I was doing that. And I started to do it again. And something else went pop, pop outside and it really loud. And I was like, I, I have to go outside and look outside and see what's going on. And then I look back at my phone and I'm like, okay, I'm not going <laughs> to sign up for this. Right. <laughs> I closed it and never, no more, no more pops, no more light flashes. It was just them going, don't go there. I'm like, okay, I won't go there. Right. <laughs> Sometimes that's how they do it. Right. <laughs> Lights flickering and, you know, who knows? I, I still don't know what the hell blew up. I swear things blew up, <laughs> but I didn't see anything on the news. So, you know, maybe it was just in my world that things blew up. So you have, you, those are messages from your mm -hmm. guides or something along those lines that might be trying to help direct you in a pathway or other. Let's say you've figured it out that it's not resistance. It is some mm -hmm. other message. We've often said here on Spirit Trip, and you've told us, don't put your manifestation out there, pull it back, tweak it, put it back out there again, because then the universe is going to be like, I'm going to wait till you're done. I'm not, you just keep doing this to me. Is there a point within that cycle where you realize, okay, there's something that's different here. Maybe I need to reset my expectations, which would ultimately reset my manifestation. Is there value to doing that? Or you just keep going with the, I want 40,000 downloads even though you're recognizing the energy's not there, there might be something telling me something here, but I still want 40,000. How, how do you sort of reset your own expectations so you don't get to that point and say, I failed? How do you avoid that letdown? You didn't see me change what I was doing. I was still going for 40,000 downloads. Yep. I just respected the energy. Mm -hmm. So one of the things you have to do in manifestation in general is you have to let go. Okay. You have to unattach to the outcome. Okay. You set your intention for it. And then you let it go okay. and, and you trust the universe to, to take care of it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I was never so attached to the outcome that I would feel like a failure if I didn't hit it. Okay. Putting it out there on the show yeah. in front of everyone. Yeah. Right. For a lot of people would be like, Oh shit, I yeah. look like an idiot. Right. Right. And I'm like, I, I, I didn't even have that because I'm just doing what I do. And part of this podcast is showing you guys 
what I do, mm -hmm. right? Because my manifestation works extraordinarily well. Yeah. I didn't want to stop talking about it. I could have just stopped talking about it. Yeah. That's back in the day before I had done my personal work. That's what I would have done. Yep. I would have seen that we weren't on track to do it and I would have stopped talking about just it. Just let it drift off into the, into let the ether. Let it drift off and, if, <laughs> and hope nobody noticed, nobody yeah. asked. But I didn't want to do that. I wanted to be transparent and okay. I wanted to, to tell you guys what was going on and how it, how it happened. And even if, you know, it hadn't come out, you know, that there was a reason for it, I still would have been like, okay, well, we only got halfway there. But yeah. hey, you know, shoot for the moon and you reach, reach the summit of a mountain freaking awesome mm -hmm. but i've gotten to the summit of the mountain without shooting from the moon probably not yep so hey let's count it a win yeah you gotta be really careful about attaching to the outcome well and and i think that that's the key thing that that I th you said here that really needs to resonate with people and that's don't attach to the outcome because right. it seems to me in cases that I've seen, a lot of people attach to the outcome of their manifestation work because they are looking for that in many cases as a lifeline or for something that they need with extreme desperation. desperation. And it, from what you're saying, when you put manifestation out there and just sort of release from it to detach from the outcome, it allows it to work. Otherwise, you're continuing to feed it not necessarily with the best energy, with this right. desperation energy, which may not actually help your manifestation at all. Uh, no, it actually counteracts your yeah. manifestation. Desperation energy will actually counteract your manifestation because desperation says I don't have it and right. I desperately need it. Right. And if I need, then I don't have. Yeah. And if I don't have, then I don't manifest. So there's a cautionary tale there with regards right. to, to using manifestation when you're in a desperate place. Yeah. Don't. Right. Yeah. You have to get out of the desperation first. Yeah. It is crucially important to get to a place where, and, and I've been, and this has been a topic of conversation in our group as well. Okay. There's a way in which when your financial life doesn't turn right, or your romantic life doesn't turn right, and you get to this place of neediness, where you have a tendency to look ahead and in romance think, oh, I'm going to die alone. Yeah. Or in financial, oh, I don't have enough money to pay the rent in two weeks or, yeah. you know, whatever. What I'm going to say to you is don't do that. Don't look ahead. When you're in a desperate place, the key is to get present. Okay. Because right here, right now, you're actually okay. You got a roof over your head. You got food in the fridge. Things are taken care of. You're not on the street. You may be alone, mm -hmm. but you're not dying. Right. And, you know, there's always an opportunity for something new to happen tomorrow. Yep. It's when we project into the future that we start manifesting negative things. And the projection into the future is the projection of our fears. Okay. And so when we project our fears, we get them because it's fear is a really strong emotion and manifestation is fueled by strong emotion. Right. You know, if you can get excited about something, you'll manifest it faster. You're right. And the fear emotion being a strong emotion is not necessarily the emotion we want to feed our manifestations with. Yes. Correct. <laughs> it is not the strong emotion we want. Yes. That's, <laughs> that's so true. All right. And it sounds like the, you know, that was a, a really great point about when you're in a state of desperation, get present. That's not about manifestation. It's not about whether manifestation works or doesn't. That's just a general sort of 
tactic for dealing with that desperation. And it goes to the uh, short circuit uh, mantra that we talked about a couple of weeks ago where, you know, you're, you're sending yourself down the rabbit hole and, and circling the, the, the pit by saying, what about this? What about that? What about that? And, and you said that short circuit mantra is, well, what if it doesn't? What if right. I don't have this? What if that doesn't happen? And that's sort of that stuff that you need to caution yourself when you're in desperation that you don't feed that desperation further. Right. But if you can get yourself present, mm -hmm. then you can begin your manifestation from there. Right. Today, everything is okay. Mm -hmm. And tomorrow, things are going to be better. Yeah. Everything's okay. And tomorrow, things are getting better. Yep. So, but you have to get to everything's okay for you to be able to say tomorrow things are getting better. Right. And there's a place of abundance within you, of an abundance of love, an abundance of respect, an abundance of money, an abundance of everything. Mm -hmm. There's a place of abundance within you that you have to tap in order for you to be able to manifest. Yep. My mantra as a child was, I live a charmed life. Yep. And it worked for me. And it still works for me. I don't consciously think it anymore, but I just, it's, it's at the assumption level for me now, yeah. you know, so yeah, sure. Of course things are going to work out. I don't know what they're going to be. It's kind of fun to not know, Yeah. but you know, let's see what happens. Right. <laughs> it's one of those things. Excellent. Good stuff as always, Kelly. Good stuff as always. All right, folks, we want you to definitely come and join us, by the way, in the Spirit Chirpa Podcast After Party Facebook group. We haven't talked about that in a couple episodes. We want to make sure yeah, that everybody's... Yeah, please come. Please come. We're having so much fun. Yeah, lots of stuff going on there. So definitely come and find us on Facebook, Spirit Chirpa Podcast After Party. Go check out kellysparta.com and all the cool stuff that's going on there. And if you like what you're hearing here on Spirit Chirpa, if you like what's going on, then share it. Go subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening to it and rate it. Let us know what you're thinking. Let Kelly, like, give Kelly some feedback on, uh, yeah. on what's going on, especially if you like it. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't like it, don't rate it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If you don't like it, don't rate it. Just stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody invited you anyway. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Joking. Everybody's invited. Everybody's invited. <laughs> All right. Do you have any uh, last thoughts before we head out here? I just want to appreciate you guys. I want to appreciate you, Joey, in particular, because with, with guys, you need to know without Joey, this podcast would not exist because I told him he came to one of my classes back in Boston and I said, oh, I've always wanted, you know, I've been thinking about doing a podcast, but it's so much work and there's just no way I can give him can can give it the attention I need and the consistency and everything else. And he's like, well, I love to produce podcasts. And I'm like, <laughs> really? And he said, yes. And I'm like, fantastic. Let's do it. Here and we are. here we are 72, 73 episodes later. Yeah. And this podcast wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Joey. Oh, and glad. so, you know, he, he gets embarrassed when I say things like this, but I'm <laughs> saying it anyway. And, you know, I just want to say, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, Joey's amazing and he's available as a producer <laughs> and you should really check him out at Hanu voice productions on yes. Facebook. Yep. H O N U. Yep. Uh, if you need a link, it's at the bottom of all of our show notes. And I just want to thank everybody for listening. You guys are the best. I get the best comments and, and I'm loving everybody coming into the, the uh, after party on Facebook and getting to know people there. It's, it's really, it's really cool. a lot of fun to get to know the people who are listening. Yeah. It's, and it's cool as they come in and you ask them to introduce themselves and, and you know, explain to everybody how they sort of got in, 
involved in the podcast and stuff. And it's really cool to hear the stories of people who are just all over the place and, and, are, yeah. and are finding the work you're doing and really appreciating it. It's awesome. It's good stuff. Well, and finding each other. Yeah, you know, exactly. a lot of people are saying, you know, there's really isn't a lot of uh, support where they live. Yeah. And so, you know, having that central gathering space to find each other is also another bonus. Community is so important in everything we do. Community. We love it. We love it. All right, folks. That is all that we have for this week. Be sure to join us next time as Kelly adds another chapter into your guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Joey C. here with Kelly Sparta, and you have been listening to Spirit Tripper. So long, everyone. Bye. Spirit Trippa is the sole property of Kelly Sparta Enterprises and is distributed under Creative Commons BY-NC-ND 4.0 license. For more information about this licensing, please go to creativecommons.org. Any requests for deviations to this licensing should be sent to K-E-L-L-E at K-E-L-L-E-S-P-A-R-T-A dot com. That's Kelly at kellysparta.com. To sign up or to get more information on the programs, offerings, and services referenced in this episode, please go to kellysparta.com. This episode of Spirit Trippa has been produced by Honu Voice Production. And my love and my life and me. Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing, but you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.